Are you gonna bark all day, little doggy, or are you gonna bite? Yeah, yeah. There are several sacred things in this world that you don't ever mess with. One of them happens to be another man's fries. Now you remember that, and you'll live a long and healthy life. Just us, the cameras, and those wonderful people out there in the dark. Science fiction. The wave of the future. I wonder where a guy in everyday Joe like myself could find a little action. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. How's it going? It's, no? a stank. it's a stank on the hang down, baby. Stank on the hang down. Probably a horrible segue, but I was reading to my sweet baby boy in bed this evening and I had to tell him I can't do 10 books tonight because Papa Duke's voice is about to go bye bye. You know, he wanted 10 books. God damn. He likes the voices. I love that boy. I mean, he's so fucking cool. He loved the voices, you know, and daddy likes to do the voices, but daddy couldn't do the voices tonight, you know? Are you hearing yeah. this? Are you picture? Are you hearing what I'm? What I'm? What I'm? What's going on over here? Can you hear it on the other end? But I, but I feel like you could have a good like Batman right now. You could Batman real hard right now. What do you mean? See, what are you trying to say? So if you could stay sick twenty four seven, you mm. might be able to take over for Conroy. Well, it's a shame that uh, <laughs> God damn, what? That's a controversial thought. I mean, it's only been a few months. Not even. The man got to live on. I mean, somebody got to carry the legacy. Somebody's got to carry the legacy. Well, because Powell we himself, are all about recasting. We are all about recasting. And Powell himself has said time and time and time again, and if you know anything about the show, if you're initiated slightly in the slightest of flights, you know, we all know, that Powell um, loves that sick Nick Stevens. His favorite shows are he when does. I'm clearing my throat. Like DJ Cool. Like DJ Cool. <laughs> or <laughs> when I'm just dying of the COVIDs, you know? And this is not the COVIDs, kids. I'm going to be able to go back to my moon base tomorrow, just like the old days with a cold. When a cold was a cold. Right. Back in the day when you could just go into work with a cold or even the flu. Remember those days? Yeah. And then everyone's like, you're sick as shit. Get the fuck out of here. Right. And you're like, go oh, home. Fucker, I ain't taking no PTO for this bullshit. Like, I used to show up sick on purpose to, to show them that I was sick so they would send me home. 100%. And then but sometimes, especially when you're calling out, like an old fabled version of myself back in the day used to call out like it was a second job. You got to show them that you can still make it in sometimes. Look, I try, guys. I right. tried. Did you ever do the no call, no show and then come back to work? Hell no. No, no call, no show means you fired. No man, your boy here. I used to no call, no show, and then show up. You that then, is a dick and then, move. And then just be like, "What do you mean? Oh, you didn't get the, oh, you didn't get the the message, huh? God, I was so out of it. I was so sick that I thought Sunday was Monday, and Monday was Sunday. You'd be like, "What do you mean today's Thursday? It's not Monday." Hold on, am I talking to Mister James Shuler? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this the same James Shula that used to ride or die with his boy Nick Stevens back in the day when I was Bro, I'm still, I'm still right or die. You know I got your back no matter what. I know you do, but I'm just saying. Yeah. So you should know, Winter Schuler, what those days were like. And sometimes when you're out partying on a Tuesday night, you sleep in, you wake up at 3, damn shift is over, you don't even have time to call in. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm I'm going to make a phone call for you and be like, man, he in the hospital. He, he ain't doing all right, but he'll be there tomorrow. Already. I think you yeah, did that already. But he'll be there tomorrow. That's what this life is all about, really. It's all about yeah. friends. The ones we can depend on. Your goddamn friends. Right. right. Friends. Yeah. How many of us have them? Friends. Friends. The ones we can depend on. Friends. friends. <laughs> yeah. I don't but believe your pappy. Anybody. He may be rich, <laughs> but he ain't happy. Out of pappy. I beat my dick like it owes me money. <laughs> See, I got, I got it. That Oscar the Grouch, that Chappelle Oscar, that's Chappelle Oscar, dirty motherfucker. Oh man! Welcome to Comic Con's podcast, the gay podcast for the rest of us. Who are the motherfucking rest of us? My name is Nick Stevens. I am your host. But in a way, aren't we all just trying to make it through uh, another night uh, alone? Are Are we alone though? Are we alone? Well, I was hoping like I'm hoping that somebody listening to this out there in podcast land is alone. But they're, they're not alone. alone. And they're driving on a cold, dark street, you know? And it's an endless street. It's the street into the night, you know? And it's just our voices soothing them, you know? We're not alone. You and me. But maybe the listener could be alone. So I'm trying to use empathy and I'm trying to be in that listener's world as we speak. But now they aren't alone because we are with them. Well, yeah, I was going to get to that. But then you interrupted and said, we're not alone. I was going to say, yeah, we're not alone now. But I'm saying, just trying to make it through together alone. You know, Doesn't that sound better than just trying to make it through together, but not alone. We're just together. <laughs> now, are they ever going to see us coming? But they'll never see <laughs> us coming. Ah. <sighs> Just for the taste of it, Diet Coke. So tonight we have got a uh... Maximum Overdrive, 1986. I came in blasting some ACDC, but we've got some sound issues. Nobody heard it, but I heard it, and that's all that matters. ACDC did the entire soundtrack for this movie. More on that in a moment. Before we dive in, I just want to say a shout out to our boy Mario. Shout out. Who uh, who gave us... He, 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 he he messaged me on the Instagrams and he asked me, Nicholas, have you ever seen Maximum Overdrive? It's it's so good. It's it's one of the best films in the universe. You know, he didn't say all that. I mean, by any stretch, he just asked if we talked about it. And I said, is this an is this is this a request officially? And he goes, sure, why not? And that's the dedication of our listenership. You know. That's the passion right there. He's like, yeah, fuck it. I don't sure. care. Um, and we talked back and forth. We talk a few times a year, you know, just on, on random shit. And I said, you know what? That's a great, I have not, we have not talked about it. And I thought about it. And I was like, I mean, we've talked about everything from Panther squads to quantum leaps, you know, mm-hmm. to big Dick Judy, you know, the transvestite adventurer, you know what I'm saying? So why wouldn't we go circling back to some 
trucks and cars and electric knives and machine guns and lawnmowers that come to life. I mean, there I have a lot of questions. There's a I, lot of I questions know. to this movie that are very much unanswered. There's a lot of questions because so we're gonna dive deep. Yeah, we are gonna dive deep. Um, because like you said, I mean, there's a lot of things that uh, we could explore here. You know, first of all, Stephen King. Do you know uh, about his whole bibliography? Let alone um, his. I mean, I've, I've I've heard he's uh he's written a book or two. Right. <laughs> yeah, he was like he's 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 an author, right? Not Arthur, you know, the no. art bark, but he's an author. I'll be honest, I haven't read all his stuff. I haven't even read probably half his stuff. I've read probably some of his more known works, some of his more later works. I think I read The Stand back in the day. I read It back in the day. A lot of the stuff I grew up watching though when I was a kid was stuff that was made for TV. Like in the 80s and 90s, all the stuff that was based off his work was coming straight out on TV. Like the It movie, like Langoliers, like The Stand. But even circling back to this movie, I didn't see this movie until much, much later. And I came to find out in the last five years or so that Stephen King actually directed this movie. It says directoral debut. Yes. Yep. That is his, uh, um, this was his first and uh, last. Was it, was it his last? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh I if mean, you watch I, the I understand trailer, why. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we'll, and we'll get into it. Don't worry. But it, it's funny. Cause if you watch the trailer, there's an old trailer you can find on the, on the YouTubes where it splices him then like 1986, Stephen King, in with shots of the movie and he's like hyping it up like i just thought that you know we should have finally have a movie where stephen king is done right you know and he's being real cocky and he's like you're gonna be scared shitless like he's basically hyping up the movie that it's gonna be fucking ball to the wall terror other adaptations haven't done his work justice and this one's gonna be it and keep in mind this this movie's based off like a short story so that probably makes sense if you if you watch the movie and you've never read yeah the book or the short story and i i did a little um a little research on it mm. so apparently he had such a deep vision for this movie to where in the script he had specific camera angles for each shot i believe it and then like partially through the movie while directing it he said that this is just going to be a moron movie Mm. He he dubbed it a moron movie. So basically a popcorn flick. Everything that bad that happens or like that's unexplainable, it's the fact that it's just a moron movie. Well, the opening of the movie gives you that little paragraph while like there's a green like fart cloud around the earth. Mm-hmm. Spoiler kids, a comet passes over earth and then all the machines on earth come to life. Here's the thing though. This movie's very contained. I think it's focuses on one small town, Wilmington, North Carolina. And a select group of machines. Right. Let's let's let, let's run it down real quick before we spoil the movie. Uh we got trucks. Check. Trucks. Uh arcades. Check. Electric knives. Check. Lawnmowers. Check. Soda machines. Check. Vibrators. Fucking right. It, it's not is it battery powered or is it stuff that's plugged in or is it stuff that requires some kind of cold fusion? I don't understand how what the how the science works in this movie. A lot of the things didn't make sense when they went off. I understand the big opening with the electric bridge. That's that's powered by electricity, so that makes sense. Yes. But then the machine gun on the truck, how does it shoot itself? Right, because that's not it's, powered by electricity, right? It's a machine gun. But it's a machine. It has machine in the <laughs> title of said thing. I was like, 
Wait a minute. Let's well, but break that down for me. Like I'm an I'm an ignoramus, and I always have to. Let, let's talk about gun control for a second. So when I'm on one side of the fence, I think it's going to be pretty obvious to the listeners out yeah. there where I stand on this issue. But I'm always trying to categorize this shit, right? Like, well, we don't need semi-automatic, automatic, blah blah blah. And then I always have somebody on the other side of it who's like a proud gun owner who's like, yeah, breaks it down, gun, like what yeah, exactly that means. Yeah, gun control means you have to take a deep breath and squeeze slowly. Right. That's, that's gun control to me. That's good. <laughs> oh God, this show's getting canceled before it even gets off the ground. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like when you categorize certain machine guns, quote unquote, machine guns, like that machine gun in this movie was a full fledged. It was a M60 like military grade machine gun. Okay, I was gonna it say was it was belt, like a military belt fed. Okay. Yeah, right. Right. Belt belt fed, all that shit. There's no electronics. So how can it just squeeze off by itself? Right. There's no gun that can squeeze off by itself unless no. Carl Weathers severed hand is on it in the movie Predator. Yes. Okay. Other than that, no. It, I, right. Because what is it? Four pounds of pressure? Yeah, three, four pounds. Okay. To pull the trigger. That's it. Okay. But you got to deep breath, squeeze slow. You squeeze it, right? You don't pull it. Yeah, you just squeeze it every time. Just like a woman. That's it. Squeeze you sque- her. You squeeze? No. Huh? Can't be squeezing women. What's wrong with you? Just like yeah. a woman. You don't squeeze them. You Whoa. shake them. Like babies. You sh- Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. And this thing's live? We live. God damn. How many babies did this movie shake? Um, It, it, it didn't shake no babies. But it did say fuck them kids. It killed some kids, didn't it? Fuck them kids. It killed some kids. Don't worry. When when this thing actually goes up on YouTube, we'll click the little icon that says this this content's not made for Fuck kids. them kids. That's right. Dude, you have to I knew that you, of all people, not because you want to murder children, but because you just have that that the hardcore stand. edge to you. I would say hardcore edge. You know, you yeah. got that angst, you know. Especially for back then. There, there weren't a whole lot of movies that were just balls to the wall showing shit like that. And I will give this movie that that credit. Like, it doesn't pull punches when it comes to the deaths. It just, it's just that the deaths weren't that. Like, there was no suspense with it. You know what I'm saying? There was no like shocker jump scares or anything like that. Not that I need a movie to have jump scares, but you know what I mean? Like, it's a, if it's supposed to be a horror movie, you could see everything coming like a fucking mile away. <laughs> yep. And everybody was so slow, like. Even that bridge, and we'll, and we'll get back to the kids in a second, but that bridge scene is the opening scene. ACDC is blaring, and everybody's just kind of slowly rolling down the thing. There's a guy in a truck with more than enough time to get out of said truck. He falls to the bottom of the of the river in his truck. Um, there's watermelons flying everywhere. People are rolling down. I'm, I don't know if it's just made for the times, if maybe they didn't have um, enough money in the budget to make it look more authentic, but it was the slowest mass murder bridge scene I've ever seen in my life. It was just terrible. It's pretty bad, right? And it kind of sets the stage. Like, and it's funny. I think even I think even if I had watched this as a kid, I probably still would have like wondered like why everybody was moving so slow. The vending machine scene that you were referencing earlier that starts shooting sodas out at kids and it kills the goddamn baseball coach. Like, that was nuanced, and I was like, "Holy shit! I've never seen that before." You know, it, it didn't make any damn sense. And if that wasn't enough, then you got a goddamn lawnmower sh- sh- chasing him, 
And then some goddamn steamroller runs over a kid and we see the head explode. You know, I don't know what version you watch, but I watched the extra juicy version on the YouTubes. I'm not ashamed to say that I had to rent this bitch. You rented it, rented it. Yeah, it, it was a good $3, I think, on the YouTubes, you know? That's that's way too much money. That's why you yeah, gotta just it, fire you gotta fire stick that joint. And I you know, I think about that stuff sometimes. But uh sometimes I wanna, you know, I throw a little money towards Uncle Sam, you know? Or whoever's funding this this global international war. I guess you must you must be writing your review right now as we speak. Do we have do we have people commenting? Do we have people commenting on the feed? Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it's saying a uh I don't know why your sound's not coming up. Well, okay, I'll just I'll just jump into it. Okay, so the first time I knew that I was going to be a man for the rest of my life was uh, when I came downstairs and uh, I saw Shannon Tweed on the TV. Um, I guess my parents had let the TV on or something. Nine hundred two one zero. No, 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 Shannon Tweed. Who's who's that? Shannon Tweed. Oh, yeah, I think the movie was Heat of the Night, not to be confused with In the Heat of the Night, just Heat of the Night. Great show, um, by the way. Great show. Underrated Great show. show. Yeah. Underrated premise. And um she uh she's getting her blouse undone. And um I think that might have been the first time I saw softcore porn if she was bent over the plate the, the pool table. Uh nobody was playing pool at the time, but there was a jealous husband looking through the other window over the bar. Um might have been my first cuckold experience too. Oh, Somebody shit. was actually taking her out, but of course, you know, um, it didn't get far past the uh, areolas because again, TNA, Skinny Max. Not yeah, it, it that right. wasn't uh, it wasn't kosher back in the day. It wasn't kosher. After also, nine, but in, until after nine o'clock. Right until after nine o'clock. Um, there wasn't any gratuitous nudity in this movie that we're talking about now. No, there was zero. Hmm. But there was gratuitous violence. But was it so violent that you actually like thought to yourself, "Man, this is a violent movie." Nah, it was comical. It was comical, right? It was it was along the lines of honestly, I would say like Austin Powers. Yeah, I, I could see that. Everything was kind of bouncy. How you feel about that Green Goblin truck? Fucked I fucks with it. I fucks and with he it was too. delivering toys. What kind of a creepy, sadistic, scary ass fucking toy company is driving through the night with that as their face? You know? That's their PR guy. Like, don't worry about it. This Green Goblin face is going to appeal to all the kids. What what happened to Jeffrey the Giraffe? Well, I mean, apparently he grew up. Apparently he grew up and died a horrible death. Called bankruptcy. Did you catch Commissioner bitch. Gordon uh, from Batman 89 showing up? Good old Pat Hingle himself. Yes, I did. He went hard as shit, too. He had some, he had some uh, rocket launchers. Why was he you just know? like, reload me? Reload me. I'm ready. Let's do it. I mean... What what convenience store owner in Wilmington, North Carolina, does not have rocket launchers? You know, riddle me that, Batman. I mean, you can you can pick them up at the surplus store. Can you really get a rocket launcher at a regular military surplus store? You can get the the shell, like, or you can get the rocket the the launcher itself, but it's not loaded. Okay, so there, there's no munitions in it. 
But he had like a bunker, apparently, like full of munitions. Yeah, yeah. He reminded me of Homeboy from Tremors. Good call. Good call. Other, other sick pull, by the way. Yeah. Why haven't we done Tremors? We need to do Tremors. That was one of my favorite movies. Like Have I when done I was Tremors? growing up. I feel like I've done Tremors. At least at least the first one. I've never seen all of them, but I've always kind of wanted to. There's been a part of me that's always kind of wanted to track down all the Tremors movies and watch them. The first one was The Legend. Like Absolutely. It I don't was, think I've seen any of them after that. I think I saw Tremors 2. Yeah. I believe I did. I mean, it, you got that it, Kevin It did not Bacon. live up to it. It didn't live up to anything. No, I'm sure. It yeah, was bad. Well, yeah, Reba McIntyre showing up for a good time. Looking amazing. I mean, I know you love those redheads. Oh, you can't help it. There was like, no redheads in this. There was no... I don't know who the who the would-be love interest would be. Emilio Estevez is in this movie, kids, by the way. Emilio fucking Estevez. Do you think he gets to shine at all in this movie? Does he go full Emilio? No, he doesn't. He actually went on record and said that this was the worst movie he ever did. Emilio? Yeah. And he's done some questionable roles before. He said this that was the worst movie he ever did. Do you think ACDC looks back on this movie and goes, why did we do the whole soundtrack? Nah, they got paid. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. I, I don't picture ACDC giving a fuck about anything. I mean, you got, you shook me all night long, right? Great that's, song. That's a great song. That's off, that's off this, the soundtrack. Then you got Hell's Bells. That's also off the soundtrack. Another great song. Yep. But the title one, Who Made Who? I mean, that's my jam. And I'm sad that you can't hear it. Cause when that, cause when that drums, the drums come in, you just, you can't hear that shit? Oh, man, I'm cranking it in here. Yeah, I can't hear a thing. Good-ass microphone. You got to talk to the Zoom people, you know? You you got a good-ass microphone. That's what's going on. Hey, listen, we don't want the fucking suppression mics. We want to be able to fucking hear everything, you know? Everything. Everything. Well, you probably got your shit set to, like, unidirectional or some shit. Nah, I just checked it earlier. It, it, it said, uh, put one dick in the hole... And find out who comes out for more. Which I thought was a very specific instruction for a microphone, but I didn't question it. You're just like, oh, in the hole? Do do I spit on it first? Right. Do do I spit on this microphone? Let me see. There's no okay. All right. Let's be respectful though. Let's not let's not get so vulgar all of a sudden just because you know we have male and female inputs over here. You know? See, see, that's where they be fucking up. That's what they'd be fucking up. What what are you looking up now? What is this? No, I'm just double checking the sound. We good. Motherfucker. Hey. Huh. If you saw this movie for the first time, which I think you did, right? The first time you saw it. This was my first time watching it, yes. Do you hate me more or or less than you already did before from asking you to watch this movie? Oh, I loved it. Look, it's right up my alley. It's just gratuitous violence. And even if I didn't like the movie, when it got to the point of the soda machine, I love the movie. Interesting. Interesting. Is that your favorite scene, the soda machine that takes all those kids? As fuck them kids. Absolutely. Even when Homeboy like blocked a few of them with his catcher's mask and was like catching a few of those. Yeah, I thought that was but, pretty cool. But no, like them kids was running and that motherfucker was spitting. Just I pow, actually pow. I actually think like if they remade this movie the way to open it would be 
to remake that scene where he's riding through the neighborhood and he's looking at all the chaos and Sue. Like that would be the way I would start the movie. Like the kid is riding through, riding through his neighborhood on a, on a normal summer day. Let's say he's like 10, 11 riding a bike. And it starts with, he sees something on the front yard. Oh, that's weird. And then he sees other people out there in the yard and like the lawnmower is like, you know, running over a guy. And then he sees like somebody through a window in a house, like getting slaughtered by a fucking, I don't know, garbage disposal or some shit, you know? And obviously you can make it campy if you want, but that would be my way to do it. Cause I feel like setting it off the way they did it in this was like, it, I mean, right out the door it was camp. And I feel like the camp hurt them in this way, you know, cause it wasn't like tongue in cheek, clever camp. It was like just straight up camp, you know, it, yeah, it was because even when it came out, it got shitty reviews. Like it, like people hated it even in '86. Well, because I think everyone was expecting Christine. Yeah, I mean, think about it. He had Christine. You're right. He had uh, he had Cat's Eye. He had um, Lawnmower Man. Well, that was that. That was later. Okay, but he was on a roll. I think he even had Stand by Me. Like, so there was some some noteworthy, I should say, adaptations leading up to yeah. this. So it's so not like he was, was like, you know, a no name guy. So they pulled it out and they were like, yeah, you know what? Let's have Steven direct this. I felt like they knew. You think they knew the studios knew? I think they knew. I don't think they did. Cause I think it was a uh, Della, 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 Della Laurentiis or whatever. And they did like yeah. the Conan, they did the Conan Barbarian movies and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So I think they were just looking for a quick buck and they were like, oh, we'll get, We'll make all kinds of money. We got Stephen King on board. You know? And they're like, Stephen King, he wrote and's going to direct this motherfucker? Well, it's going to be a fucking cash cow. Shit. It was not. Do you ever think about devices coming to life and murdering you, though? Like, for real? No, nah, not really. Never. I, I, I got, I got like, real people problems. I'll have to make shit up. But I'm saying, like, in your in your back of your mind, like, your imagination, like, you never think about, like... For some reason, I always think about the garbage disposal. No, I mean, you have Every time to... I use that bitch, I'm like, is this motherfucker gonna fuck my shit up one of these days? Like, when you gotta, like, when, when I turn it off and I gotta get something out of there, I'm always like, this shit's gonna fucking randomly come on. Because my wife put a goddamn avocado skin down there and the whole thing's fucked up. Oh, yeah, and the coffee grounds and shit. Yeah, so I'm like, I got my fucking hand in there and a knife and shit and, like, trying to, you know, I got some barbaric tools. I'm fucking, I'm Fred Flintstoning it up. Yeah, but, like, have you thought about just using ice? What do you mean? Just put ice and Dawn in your garbage disposal and turn the bitch on. It'll clean that that shit right off. that, That cleans it out? Cleans it out. So if you got something stuck, just put some ice and some Dawn in there. Something stuck like it's not spinning? Yeah. Oh, if it's not spinning, yeah, you got to get you got to get up in there. Honestly, That's you're, you're better off taking it off from the bottom and just dropping it and okay. then cleaning it out that way. See, and here I thought you were about to fucking, you know, indulge me, humor me because we got a podcast. But no, you're turning it into fucking fix your goddamn uh, garbage disposal one on one, getting all mechanic on me. Yeah, it's not that hard. Just drop it from the bottom oh, and then you clean God. it out. Of course that of course it's hard to fucking do that. What do I look like? Do I look like I'm taking apart garbage disposal in my spare time? Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're right. You you don't. So I'm you just so humor me. You so okay, not the garbage disposal. Let's say you're fucking changing your oil on your car, because I forgot you do that from time to time. 
you don't think for a second like, oh man, all the time. This thing just could fucking come on me and Is it gonna come on me? I mean <laughs> I I've never thought about my car coming on me. I mean it's like like maybe falling off the jack stands and crushing me, but coming on me. No, well, I, 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 don't, I don't think that's been a thing. So you worry about gravity. You don't worry about cars coming to life. Yeah, no. No. But gravity I'm... gravity terrifies you. Gra- no. Har- <laughs> Harbor freight tools terrify me. We've all had those sketchy jack stands once in our life, and that shit ain't cool. And even I can relate to that, kids. That's right. Heard it here first. Yeah, but outside of that, no, I, I've never thought about machines coming to life. I always turn everything off before I fucks with it. Are you an unplugger? I unplug shit. But okay, when you fucks with it, you 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 have to go into depth. Like, what do you mean you fucks with it? Like, if it's a tool, like a weed whacker or some shit, I'm unplugging that bit before I fucks with it. So you ain't even got a gas one. No, I got an electric one. Well, I have. Oh. I, I don't have one anymore because I don't have a house anymore. But when I had one, I would weed whack some shit, right? And you know how those bitches, when you're fucking really getting into it, you got to like fucking replace the, the thread every now and then. And I fucking unscrew that bitch. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've seen maximum overdrive. I'm Gosh. not fucking fucking with this shit. So I don't plug <laughs> that bitch every time because it's out of that or a fucking out of the blue. You get a text, a mangled text. From a mangled hand, Nick Stevens. And you're like, what the fuck happened to you, bitch ass? And I'm like, oh, I'm telling you right now, dog. You made fun of me, but. Your your hand looking like the butler from Scary Movie 2. Oh, bro. And I'm like just dipping it in the fucking pancake batter. You oh, know? <laughs> the, the, the mashed potatoes. You got to stir it up. Bro. You know, it's, it's a strong hand. And I know you'd still come over to the garage and hang out with me, even with a mangled hand. And I know yeah, you wouldn't I mean, say shit boys. to me in my face, but. Behind my back, he'd probably be like, I really wish he'd turn that bitch off. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'd be like, yeah, you should unplug that, bro. I like, do you turn the lights off when you change the light bulb? Uh, sometimes I don't. I always because do. I, No, because I, it's a light bulb. What's going to go wrong? Bro, anything could happen. It's a light bulb. Bro. I keep the, the, the lights of- on and screw it in so I make sure the new light that I'm putting in is good. I mean, you you test it first, so you know which one is which, and then you put it on, then you turn it. No, it's a oh, light shit. bulb. Man, when I'm up there, I got to make sure everything's off because I don't want you know something pops. You know, I live dangerous, I, I guess, but no. You know, I lived I lived in some questionable hobbles though when I was growing up. Not growing up, but in my early adolescent years, you know, in that famous city down in the south of uh, Virginia. Is and some of those buildings were bore, were were built. Way beyond our time, and the Way circuitry beyond. wasn't always up to code. So you had to, you adapted. You had to. I mean, I saw light bulbs just shatter one time when I turned shit on. Shit. I mean, either that like or a night, fucking... like a nineteen twenties like camera. Dude, I shit you not. <laughs> I think you might have even been hanging out that same night with us when it happened. We li- we we've been in some sketchy places in that place that should not be named. Right, we won't name it. It's like it's like that play that we won't name. There's lots of them. No. Anyway, uh Yeah, but Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Great beat. Great. It's it honestly, if it came out on the sci-fi channel, no one would bitch about it. No one would bitch about it. It would be a straight up B-rated movie. It's 
It is what it is. It's it's nothing crazy. It's just it's a fun watch. What is your favorite scene outside the kids? Outside the kids? Do you like that electric knife just cutting that woman's fucking hand off? I fuck with the electric knife. Do you like um, Gus Fring getting electrocuted by the arcade? Was that Gus? That was Gus. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That's the only, he, I mean, this guy can't did, win. Why did he have a Twinkie in his hat? I have to ask you this question. That That's some 80s shit. I, I don't even know. I mean, uh, I, yeah. I guess he was going to be hungry at some point, And Twinkies okay. don't go bad. Okay, but it was like stuffed in the hat. So Gus got killed by the arcade machine. Um, the steamroller. I like the steamroller kill where it crushed that kid. That was pretty horrible, wasn't it? It was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was pretty, that was pretty mad. I love that shit. That's pretty brutal. It, I mean, it was basically, I think that's where Austin Powers got that steamroller kill from. Was it that or was it from Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Who was first? Well, I guess this would have been first, technically. So Roger Rabbit, Roger Rabbit has from... uh, has Judge Doom, and he's doing the slow. You know, I can't even do it because my voice is so fucked up. But he's like screaming high pitched screams. He's yeah, like, ah, yeah. I mean, it's I yeah, and, and then he does the whole was I can't even do it. I dude, I can't. My voice is like fucked. I feel like I just needed to narrate. Like it was a nineteen sixty nine evening. Did you hear that? It was an evening in 1969. Why would I say 1969 first? It's a 1969 evening. You know, the kind of 1969 evenings that happened in 1969. So the events that happened yesternight. Let me try that Michael Caine bit. It might work better now that we have uh, more fluidity and you, people can actually see and hear me. Uh, Oi, I'm Michael Caine. And I'm Red Tornado. <laughs> Hold on. I'm the Red Tornado. What was it? How did it go? Now listen, you're going to look me in the eye or don't look me in the eye, but I'm Red Tornado. I. It was something about him being broken and he was just glitching. Yeah, Red Tornado's on the fritz. Wait, who's going to fix him? I. I'm Red Tornado. Now either you look me in the eye or you don't look me in the eye, but I'm Red Tornado. Boom, there it is. You know? Terrific. Please fix this motherfucker. Hey man, I don't fucking fix droids. All right. You fix the damn droids. That's my Mr. Terrific voice. Hey man, I don't fix droids. I can't even find the parts, and even if I could, they cost too much. And here comes Bruce. Damn the cost. Terrific. Mr. Terrific, can you fix Red Tornado? Hey man, the (laughs) fuck I look like to you, huh? You think I'm here to fucking, what am I, fucking Radio Shack? I would love a Mr. Terrific Radio Shack reference. Dude. That would that would be just the for shit. Us. Just for us. <laughs> and then Batman comes in. What seems to be the problem? Terrific. <laughs> yeah, what? He goes, No, I'm just saying terrific. Oh, I thought you meant me. Oh, you yeah. I mean I thought I thought you was telling me I did a good job and shit. Batman's never said terrific. Oi, we've never heard you say terrific, Batman. Red Tornado, is that you? What's wrong with your voice? Oi, I'm Red Tornado. Now, either you look me in the eye or you don't look me in the eye, but I'm Red Tornado. Actually, what this you... this cold has really helped that Red Tornado bit. Why do you sound like Michael Caine? No reason. No, shove off. 
shove off. And they call him a pikey. Pikey. <laughs> Interesting. Still don't still don't understand what that means. It appears the same man who played my butler in the fantastic trilogy, probably the greatest trilogy of all time. It's not. It's also, it's also the I'm sorry. It's also the voice <laughs> of Red Tornado. It's not the greatest trilogy of all time. I'm sorry. I you're mean, partial. it is for obvious reasons. No, you're partial, but it's not the greatest. It's the only trilogy that's ever been made that flows all the way through in terms of theme, in terms of character development, in terms of story. I'm not saying... Other trilogies weren't good, but other trilogies haven't been able to catch that flow. Example, even the first Star Wars trilogy, the theme goes. Are you kidding me? 100%. By the time they get to Return of the Jedi, by the time they get to Return of the Jedi, everybody's pissed because of the goddamn Ewoks. Okay. First of all, I love the Ewoks. I love them too. I'm with you on that. We've never, we've never been more. Return of the Jedi was my favorite one. You're not Every, wrong for saying everyone, that. Everyone loved Empire, but I was like, I like I love Return Empire of the Jedi. I, I know Empire is the best one, but I love that you love Jedi because I love it for that opening scene alone. Everybody's looking at each other and they're just nodding. Like, yeah, you know, you know what's up. And then that green lightsaber comes out of nowhere. Come on. And it is game on. It's on. It's game on. You're not wrong for that. I'm just saying in terms of like theme and like tone and character development, I feel like it's the smoothest trilogy to ever exist in our time. Oh. And yes, it happens to have Batman in it too. That's uh, it. It's still not the best. It's not the best trilogy. Well, it sure as hell is better than the fucking Home Alone trilogy. I forgot that there was a third one. Actually, there is there a third one or a fourth? There's a fourth one, isn't there? I guess you can't count it because Macaulay Culkin left. Well, the, yeah, because yeah. Like, I mean, what about like the original Karate Kids? You can't count those. Why not? The trilogy? Yeah, they had a trilogy. Oh, I thought it jumped into. I thought after two, it jumped to uh Hillary. Hillary Swank. But Miyagi was still in it, so it was still in the Karate Kid verse. Back to the Future doesn't count either, does it? I mean, it's it's a trilogy, obviously, but we don't. No, we back, forget. no we, back to the Future counts. That's but we, that's but we, but we, but we forget. But we forget that third one. We, we don't. We don't talk about that third. It one. It was not good. <laughs> what about Turtles? Turtles three was not good. Yeah, and the suits were different. The suits were different. They they went to samurai times. It wasn't rough enough. No, yeah. They should have went a little too rough, and they refused to. They refused to do it. I didn't like it. Was there anything about Maximum Overdrive that was a little too rough? I mean, it started off with Stephen King making his cameo in his own movie in his own directorial debut, get called an asshole by an ATM. Shit <laughs> just went south from there. If you had to rate this thing. I mean, we've been on we've been on the air for a few years now. Should we go over our rating system? Yeah, for for, for the people in the back. Some people ain't okay. even they ain't heard them yet. Okay. <clears throat> we have seven beautiful ratings on this show to describe our love and adoration for all films. Because we like to focus on positivity in a world full of negativity. Why be any more negative than we already are? When it takes years to erect a monument and seconds to knock it down. Here we are to uphold our positive values. At the top of the heap we have... This is really working out for me. 
You sound so sultry. We have. We have. We have. Call it of work good. Movie theater good. Home video good. Catch it on cable good. Sick with the flu good. And solitary confinement good. I realize that's only six ratings. So the seventh one would have to be. Take apart your dildo good. I don't even know how that makes sense. But because oh, you're taking okay. it apart because you're afraid it's going to come to life and kill you. That's oh okay. So that's so that's like new fear unlocked. Right, right. Got it, got but, it. But but it's movie. The movie's so good, and yet bad. It's the bottom worst rating because you're taking apart your dildo slash vibrator because you're like this movie might this thing might kill me. You know, I I may die. Right. Okay. But I'm gonna All but right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take apart this one thing that's been getting me off for the last several weeks. I'll take the batteries out. Hopefully you ain't got them lithiums in there. Oh, this is the plug-in joint, like the three-prong plug-in joint you plug in. It's got the full power. Oh, shit. <laughs> or you can screw it onto a power tool. Somebody showed me that trick before, too. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> yeah, they exist. That's the thing. Ah, But anyway, that's, those are the ratings. It. Yeah, yeah, seen it. I would go honestly for me. This would be a catch on cable. Good. Catch it on cable. Interesting. I if this was on, I would leave it on in the background while I'm like cooking some food, doing some background shit. But it's it's enough gratuitous violence to keep my my attention. I would have to say, if somebody if I'm in solitary confinement and somebody slid this onto the door, I might slide it back. Wow. God damn. <laughs> I really like it doesn't have anything in this for me. Like I I really cuz even the stuff that I thought would be funny like watching it again cuz I haven't seen it in years, I was like more annoyed that I rented this movie to watch it. Not annoyed at the request by the way from our faithful listener. Um I love this. I love watching shit like this. I love getting requests. So please, please, please I just feel like maybe, and maybe I'll say this. I think I would have had a more of a good time watching this, maybe like with a bunch of friends, like on a couch, just fucking hanging out, eating Where some we snacks, can just clown it. We can just yeah. make fun of it the entire time for real, and just just cut up. But I mystery got a science cold, three yeah. three thousand type shit, one hundred percent. You know, but but I got a little head cold thing going on. I'm kind of isolated. I'm watching this on a little small screen wasn't the same. Then I then I started watching Puss in Boots and um I have to say it's probably the one joint? of the gr- the new joint. Yeah. And I have to I have to say it's probably one of the greatest movies of 2022. Seriously. It's 100% fantastic. I mean, I love I love the first what two? I think he had two of them. Dude, I have to say this movie Puss in Boots It's um I wish I had seen it in the theater. It's it's fucking awesome. Did you cry? I haven't cried. But I also have like 10 minutes to go. So maybe I'll cry at the end. It's the Puss in Boots movies are great. Um, they couldn't have chosen a better character to do a spinoff from Shrek. Dude, it's great. And the funny thing about it is like you don't even need to have watched any of those to like this movie. There is like a little reference in there. But um. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I love Antonio Banderas or Banderas. Selma, I actually was up for a good time. And by the way, shout out to my wife. I love my wife because 
my wife just texted me out of the blue the other day with a picture of someone like then the uh, I don't know, Desperado days. Yeah. And then a picture of her like now. The, and, with ca- and with a caption that she was like, yeah, she definitely did something to her tits. I mean, look at those things. They're fucking popping out. They're massive. Right. And I was and just we like, love God, her for it. I love her for it. And I love you for, for acknowledging that, that I'm not fucking crazy. That out of the blue, those titties, just they're getting so big. The Toskies was massive. Even when she's voicing this cat in this movie, this family movie that I'm watching by myself in the dark with my baby voice snuggled up under me. And I'm and I'm fighting the urge not to just run off and rub one out because I can just hear Selma's voice, even though she's portraying a cat. But it's that's all you need. Sometimes that's all you need. Her voice is iconic. Iconic. We we love that woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like I like because I picture her voice saying, Don't do it, Bruce. Oh. But she would say it like this. Bruce, <clears throat> don't do it. Not yet. Because these are titties. They saw you. <laughs> He's like hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also wipe out all the population but these are Tatskis kill them all yeah all, every single last one <laughs> don't worry and he's like okay okay the man's bodyguard's wife it was a great movie the man's bodyguard's wife and Tornado's like I said either you look me in the eye or you don't my god look at those Huge tracks of land, you know, and he can't wait to get in there. And it's terrific. It's like, okay, he's fixed. <laughs> we all we needed was the titties to break him out the loop. That's all we needed. That's all we ever needed, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I love that. Yeah, no, I got to check out that new Puss in Boots. I mean, it's a fun watch. Like, I'm there is one night not too long ago. I watched that movie Storks. Fucking awesome. Yeah. It was such a good movie. I just threw it on randomly because I was bored. I was like, this is fucking hilarious. Guess I'll have to watch it now. Yeah, it's good. Baby boy, he'll love it. If Shula gives it the, the thumbs up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, even though fuck them kids, I'll still watch a kid's movie. Mm. Because most of them are for us anyway. So I'm at the moon base. And uh, I'm just doing my thing. As one does at their moon base. There's a woman on the other side of my little workspace area at said moon base. She looks at my at my my workspace. She sees all these action figures, you know. She's like, you know, she sees uh, Batman. She sees Man Bat, you know. I mean, insult. So Kirk Langstrom's in the back with Wonder Woman, Barbara Gordon showing up for a good time. We even have She Hulk and Swamp Thing up top next to my plant. Got a few guys hanging around. She's like, oh, you 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 have you have friends. I say, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm just a, what can I say? You know, I'm a collector, you know, and I they, they kind of trickle in. I got a problem, you know, because I know that ribbing's coming. I can anticipate that there's going to be some ribbing. Shaman is on the way. Shaman is on the way. She says, oh, I have I have son who would love these. He would love to play with these. And I'm thinking she's got like a man son, you know, because she's older. She's older than me. Yeah. Even if by a few years, I'm thinking she has an older son. The way she said it, like, oh, okay. She has a grown nerd son like me. 
And she goes, I go, oh, how old's your son? And she goes, he's six. <laughs> God damn it. I said, oh. I said, yeah, well, you know, I got a, I got a five-year-old too. Actually, he's about to be six. And uh, he doesn't care about any of these, actually. It's funny. Because she was like, does he play with him? I was like, no, no, he doesn't care about Batman. He likes cars. He likes building things, you know. And she goes, that is because he is a man. And you are but a boy. God, that's deep. And then I thought to myself, fuck it. And fuck I her. I, I am a boy. Yes. And uh, and then Pal was like, you should have said, nah, baby, I'm the real Peter Pan. <laughs> what? <laughs> 